0: Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of Be Here For A While. Today's episode of Be Here For A While is brought to you by Hopsy Beer and my Fit Jeans. And let me just tell you, both amazing products and make amazing holiday gifts, and I'll give you the discount codes for that later in the episode, but really, good stuff. Uh, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast and subscribing and rating it five stars and reviewing it. It really helps to keep it going and, you know, makes me feel good, makes me love doing this and I and I love hearing from you guys so if this podcast resonates with you or any of them tag me in your insta story I'll repost it message me comment whatever you know Um, last week's episode I was really proud of I think Jennifer Yeoman is super inspirational and I think that you know it was it was just overall a good episode to see you know how you can follow your dreams be on top of the world and hit rock bottom and still come back it's it's pretty cool and today's quote of the day kind of goes with that um quote is how would the person I'd like to be do what I'm about to do which I think is really interesting like if you think about like on a daily basis like the person that you'd like to be I mean most of us are still striving to you know accomplish something or get in shape or you know Meet the love of our life, and how would the person that's in that position do what you're about ready to do on a daily basis? So let's say you want to get in shape. Well, that person obviously would wake up and work out every day, well, or as many days a week as possible. So I just think it's an interesting thing to think of, especially if you're you're about ready to do something that doesn't make you feel good or you know is kind of slackerish. Think like the person, the person that I strive to be, the per- the person that. The best version of myself would they really do this, or would they? Or would they sit and complain or feel sorry for themselves? And the answer is probably no. Anyways, like that quote: "How would the person I'd like to be do what I'm about to do?" Um, do you guys have a good Thanksgiving? I had a good one. I ate a lot—not too much, but I ate a significant amount. But I'm very proud of myself. I—I made a uh, like. At least half the dinner my mom and I both cooked. And I made the most perfect roast. Crispy on the outside. Rare in the middle. Medium rare towards the edges. Medium on the edge. Just so dang proud of it. And then I got up in the middle of the night at about 5 a.m. and ate more roast by myself because I couldn't sleep. And mashed potatoes, if I'm really honest. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun. And then over Thanksgiving weekend, I drove to Vegas to see the chain smokers. Now, Listen. I like their music a lot. Love hearing it on the radio or on my Spotify. Was a little surprised in person that uh, uh, they don't really sing. <laughs> i pretty sure that they lip synced when they were singing and it is really just a lot of background like house music or DJ music and then the smaller looking one, jumps around a lot, and will just yell like, put your mother effing hands up. And then, and there's people freaking out. They were loving it so much. I was in the front row. I, if I were them, I would have, I hope that they didn't see me because I literally sat in the front row where people are like, or stood like crazy cheering and I'm literally just looking at them with like a puzzled look on my face like, huh, wow. You guys are really fooling everyone. Like, you're getting paid a lot of money to do very little. But I guess, listen, I guess that's the American dream. I mean, uh, they are they're, they're laughing all the way to the bank. So, but I was very surprised. I know other people thought it was amazing and they were freaking out. But because I'm kind of a musical snob, I was like, no, there's no instruments happening. There's no singing there's th- just words being spoken occasionally i don't know i hate to be negative but uh, it was it's a stretch to call them a band i don't know that's so mean um, but it was I- and they also w- they made us wait 3 hours before they went on i don't know if that was their scheduled time was to go on in 3 hours but the the ticket said to be at um access the club at 10:30 p.m. So we get there at 10.30. First of all, they make a stand outside. It's freezing. Um, we stand outside for about 45 minutes or more. And then you go in. And then there's just another DJ playing for, they didn't go on until 2.30 a.m. So what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's four hours. And so, yeah, we get there at 10.30. They don't go on until 2.30. By that point, I'm just like, frankly, a little mad. Um, I didn't even stay for the whole thing. I was like... And I was, I, I walked out, like, towards, I don't know, maybe halfway to 75% of the way through their set. I was like, my feet hurt. I really have been here a long time, and you're not singing. Anyways, that's my review. Um, I have a really funny podcast with uh, for you guys today. Um, I love these guys. I was, I was introduced to them by their publicist, but now I want them to be my new best friends. They're hilarious comedians. They have a podcast called the Maddie and Anthony podcast, and they're two separate bios. Um, Maddie Carteropoul was moved to L.A., studied with Leslie Kahn, and then was eventually discovered by Luke and Owen Wilson, who gave him his career start with roles in feature films like Blonde Emission and Drillbit Taylor. Carter went on to appear in the blockbuster hit Jurassic World and Dumb and Dumber 2, where he worked with his childhood idol Jim Carrey, whom he cites as his career inspiration. Carter quickly continued to add his credits with roles in the indie comedy The Fourth, the critically acclaimed Amazon rom-com The Big Sick, and the Steven Soderbergh-directed film Logan Lucky. Maddie has also been seen on such notable television shows as New Girl, Angie Tribeca, Scrubs, Ray Donovan, You're the Worst, Comedy Bang Bang, Selfie, and Chasing Life. Recently, Carter Opel got a big break with a starring role in the hit Netflix show A Series of, Unfor- of Unfortunate Events as Orlando, the henchperson of an indeterminate—oh, ge- god, that's a hard word—indeterminate gender in the troop of Count Olaf, played by Neil Patrick Harris. And his impressive success continues. He's also can be seen in the highly talked-about second season of the Netflix instant classic Stranger Things. Super sweet guy, super funny, and he's his stories of how he books roles are it, 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 awesome. I mean, I love someone that is creative and has balls. He once sent a sent a cake to or delivered it to Judd Apatow's office with his headshot on it, and then it, the cake said, "Call me." Or it was like, eat the cake first, but then call me or something. Just so risky, but so cool. I mean, like, what do you have to lose? Um, And then Anthony, Anthony DeVries is actor, writer, and comedian. He started in his entertainment career infringing intellectual property rights by performing as Spider-Man, Winnie the Pooh, and Elmo at children's birthday parties. Um, He has appeared on the hit Fox series, New Girl. And he's been on TV Land's Teachers, and he can also be seen on ABC Family's hidden camera series, Freak Out, produced by 495 Productions. And in the digital space, Anthony appeared in a Man on the Street campaign for StubHub, the web series Life Coach, and Halloween Nightmare. And he also has another web series called Shopping from Your Home. He trained at Second City in Chicago. He has a crazy story about how he moved out here. He decided that day, moved out to L.A., and yeah, they're just two really nice, really cool guys, and so I think you guys are gonna enjoy this podcast. So without further ado, give it up for Maddie Carteropel and Anthony Devries. Well, thank you guys for doing this.
1: Oh yeah, yes, you're welcome. Thank this you. Is where we I will talk. have
0: said your well, I will have said your name in the intro, but we might oh, as well okay. say it. no because you know what? There's pressure for me to get your name right, right in front of you. Maddie Carteropel.
1: Nailed it. Yes. You that was really and good.
0: And Anthony. DeVries.
2: Thank you so much for getting that right. Yes.
0: I wrote it out phonetically on the page so that I would.
2: That is the... I've never even written my name phonetically. So this is a real uh, impressive... dedication. Would you
0: like to have it afterwards as a... Is a memento. Uh, I'm all right. You're good. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You I, should take it. I'll take it. It's a,
1: it's a gift. So, we brought you donuts. I was
0: going to say that we, you guys were so nice to bring donuts. I have never had Trejo's donuts. That guy fascinates me, by the way.
1: He yeah. does. It was my idea to get the donuts. By Thank the way. you
0: so much. Let me flip it I thought it, it was around. really, really, really sweet. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. Rachel, can we talk? Is uh, okay. Anthony like? Idea. Can I
0: talk
2: to you outside for a second?
1: Maddie, <laughs> are you upset about this?
2: why lie in front of in front of our our lovely hostess i was just kidding because rachel we need to talk for a second i've been listening to your show your beautiful show i know about you i know you enjoy food i said maddie you're on the way you're going to be passing a donut place (laughs) because i i should have i should have i could have stopped and got donuts too i don't know why but I knew you might like a donut.
0: I really appreciate that. Thank, thank you. Thank
2: you for thank thanking me. Thank you so me. much
0: for thinking of me. It was me a group effort. Having, it was a group effort, and then having yeah. him do it. I did it. You did. You. You were the think. You were the think of the brain the of the operation. Tank. Yeah.
1: The, the think, think
2: tank. Yeah, I and think that's he what a, it is.
0: He executed.
2: I made it happen.
0: Yeah. It's a t- it's a, we're, listen, we're a team here. But
2: you heard him, we say, are, we, he, we you heard him say, I did this, which is really weird, Rachel.
0: I did. Well, I, my, we'll just double check with my listeners if they heard it. I mean, you guys could follow up with us afterwards. Yes,
2: please. Well, and, I'd and, like to say that I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> Anthony. I was kidding. It was a joke.
2: Well, you know, that was a, it was a joke. But uh, the people out there in the podcast world don't know if you're joking or not. They don't I just know you. I said that I'm joking. <laughs> uh, anyways.
0: Is this how you guys get along on your podcast?
2: sometimes pretty much we're pretty late back guys well, uh yeah. if somebody really stings you like maddie just did that was a real sting It to might me. take you
0: a full day to get over
2: yeah uh i will definitely call him out i what do. do you
1: mean you've you've joked yelled on the podcast and i've Freaked out. The about best that. part
2: about uh, Maddie, uh, So our podcast, the Maddie and Anthony podcast, really clever name. Uh, we came up with that. <laughs> Took about five <laughs> really? or six really weeks. Really, your
0: parents came up with it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we're not brothers, but in some ways we are. Uh, so they did come up with they. That's what they named us, the Maddie and Anthony podcast. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, Maddie always says that I fake yell, but sometimes I real yell, and then they all believe I'm a good actor, and I really feel like it's good. I and get then upset. you just pretend
0: like it was fake?
2: Well, I get frustrated. Yeah. I, there's a lot of frustrating things. There's a lot of people around. What
0: does a fake yell look like?
2: Uh, I don't know, because I'm actually really angry (laughs) when it's happening. (laughs) Uh, That's
0: got to be more frustrating if they're laughing in your face. Like, that was a funny fake yell. And you're like, I am mad.
1: It's more like he's like, gosh darn it. And they'll say it really loud. I sound
2: like a dad when I get angry. I am a dad, actually. I have a four-year-old, baby Zane. Shout out he listens to all podcasts.
1: We do get upset at at Gregor. Uh, He's on our podcast, too. And he just keeps talking. He won't stop talking. We'll try to get a word. You can't get a word in edgewise with this guy. Yeah, he'll just keep going. Greg, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. Don't. I'm just kidding around here, (laughs) right? Well, it's hard to get in a word, and sometimes it gets frustrating.
2: Rachel, do you know? uh, Can you can you think of somebody that's like just won't stop? Very hyper. They're always hyper, and they're always like. Yes. Like insecure and like, but I'm okay. And I, well, he always says, I met them first. So, like, if, so Greg (laughs) has met you first before us, correct?
0: Greg Buckman? Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: So Greg Buckman's a comedian, and he's on our show, but if he meets somebody first, no matter the relationship that happens, whatever it ensues, he has ownership. So now that he has met, Ooh. he has met you first, well, I <laughs> met her first.
0: Wow. It's very schoolgirl. It's very school girl. Yeah, so uh, wow. then, uh,
2: then I start yelling and then everyone's like, oh, how funny. And I'm like, Greg, I, it doesn't matter who, you, who met somebody first. Why are you kidding me? <laughs> are like, you
0: four like is he the type that gets upset if like you develop your friendship outside like if he introduced you to someone yeah and then you had lunch with them
2: yes yes that, like, <laughs> yeah. really yes
1: yeah it's so hilarious funny.
2: but i met her first he has so, a lot
1: of catchphrases too yeah he'll say like, like wow? W- wow wow yeah. but says, that is, wow uh, what about me i'm not making this up and he he's always quite. making this up <laughs> yeah
2: this guy has, uh, my cousins were visiting, Rachel, mm-hmm. I, I told you. Uh, yeah, the little, Christian bodybuilders. There's a couple of Christian bodybuilders that were staying with me. And Greg Buckman had a, I'd say full, I'd, I'd say full lie. Mm-hmm. Ten years he was training People at the Gold's Gym in Venice Beach. I don't believe it.
0: I'm not sure I believe that <laughs> and, either. And,
2: and and he was just using random words like, and when the roids came around, oh boy, <laughs> like just saying words <laughs> that you kind of think has. Uh, you like it would really say- change
0: the whole? <laughs> Hide of the
2: yes, yeah. It, and we we've,
1: we've asked him for photos, and he hasn't shown them to us yet. He
2: he said, "Look at look at the wall at Gold's, Rachel." He said, "Look at the wall, like he's Bunk on the wall still at the Gold's gym in Venice." He's not there.
0: I bet, but you know what though? <laughs> I bet that he could fake it. That there's someone on the wall there that looks way different when they're all muscular. That like a yeah. deflated version could be Greg Buckman.
1: Yeah, that's true. You never know. But he, tell him the donut thing.
2: Um, uh, we got you donuts, Maddie. Lies. no, no oh.
1: about Greg, the uh, Greg eat saying he could eat a bunch of donuts. Oh, oh, oh for the oh. bodybuilders. So,
2: <laughs> so it, it's another thing where This is the Greg
0: Buckman podcast. Yeah, by the yeah. Way. Well, yeah. It's all, well, it's all. Well, this will be the last. <laughs> yeah, this is
2: the last of it. So the bodybuilders were absolutely wild men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christian bodybuilders. The first thing that I will say is they, uh would eat everything. I could not believe how much they would eat. So one of the bodybuilders was eating oatmeal in the morning. Then the uh, I, would, I took a shower. Postmate shows up, two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. He takes down 10. Are you serious? Yeah. So then uh, I called Greg Buckman because then my cousins were on to his lying, and we just said, how many donuts have you eaten in one sitting? Oh, about twenty-four, no problem. You know, it's just
0: like all these. Wait, why does he just make up stuff?
2: I don't know. I think uh, do you guys
1: ever call him funny. on it? Yeah, oh, okay. we call it yeah. on him all the a- time. Anyway, so that's I he why likes I get to upset. embellish. Okay. He
2: embellishes. That's why I sure. fake yell, Rachel. That's okay, why I understand. It, but it's real yell. Okay.
0: Well, I was going to start this podcast with a quick game to get you guys warmed up, but you just jumped right in.
2: I'm sorry so we'll do about a few. that. No, I, I don't I like be this sorry.
0: We're gonna play. We're still gonna play the game.
2: Good. Good. Okay.
0: They're quick fire questions. So whoever goes first. But you guys both answer. Most used emoji.
2: Maddie. Uh, the, I'm the, going to just go ahead and say right. mine is thumbs up. Okay. Thumbs up. I always casual. use a thumbs up Very emoji. Casual.
1: Yeah, I usually do the, uh, with my wife, I do the uh, the heart eyes one.
0: Aw, that's yes. cute. Yes, I all use right. that one quite a bit. Favorite band.
1: Ooh, uh, I'd have to say.
2: Bob Marley and the Whalers. That's a good one. I think the the Wu Tang Clan or okay. Beastie Boys wouldn't have
0: guessed that for you. Really Thank, like you. That. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You've got yeah, your are street. Okay. Pancakes. Well, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> hey. Pancakes or waffles?
2: Whoa, pancakes, pancakes. Yeah, Dupars so, is I, my favorite. Have you I was been? I gonna
0: go with waffles because there's little pools of butter that can melt and yeah, Dupars hold there, is you know? so good.
2: Rachel, that is a good. uh, You know the the pools of butter does sound nice. It's Mm -hmm. kind of fun. Yeah, like a hot tub of butter.
0: Yeah, a little surprise. Yes, little gift. Uh, Or
2: Salt's cure
1: has really good pancakes. um,
2: Oh, we're talking about waffles.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, What would your last meal on death row be?
1: Mm. Depending if you commit. Pancakes. Uh, Probably pizza.
0: Okay. Simple. But
1: But I I don't think I'd ever get there. But
0: you never know. Stranger things have happened.
1: He's on oh. the show. I'm on that show, straight. now I
0: know. Things. We're going to talk about that. All
1: right.
2: Okay. My last meal, and I'm glad you asked that because I've I've thought about it <laughs> a lot. Uh, I start off, I like a little bit of like a nice sashimi tuna, mm-hmm. the nice pink one. Mm-hmm. And then I go in. That's the starter. Then I go into a nice, uh, I'll go for a um, second s- uh, to uh, then a soup like a nice soup, oh. like a lentil soup. Okay, that's two what different. What are you Italian? Two, yeah, two different cuisines. Italian? A little Having strange there. <laughs> then I'm going <laughs> to go. Then I'm going to go. Uh, By for, the way,
1: you can just only have one. I don't think no, they allow. I have a nice tea. course, nice T-bone meal.
2: steak from a. Well, that's what I was wondering. Can you, if this is my last meal, can I ask for a specific place? Like this is my last meal. I want I you to deliver. So. Okay, then I'd I I like, don't know why I'm so confident
0: about that answer, but I think so.
2: I like a nice T-bone steak from okay. a nice uh, place. Del Fresco's. Uh, yeah, Del Fresco's, Ruth Chris. Okay. Both. <laughs> nice I want. you don't I even wanted, know where it's coming from. I've never want, had a steak in a nice <laughs> restaurant. I want a Del Fresco's, <laughs> like, Ruth Chris me, combination uh, steak. Bailiff, I'm not sure
1: exactly where to get this T-bone, but <laughs> go out and find me a nice one. <laughs> well, this is something
2: that I, I'm going to cut you Yelp off on it, that, sorry. Manny, because. If I am on death row, that bailiff, uh, <laughs>
0: I don't know if it is a I bailiff. I don't think it's a bailiff who's doing the it's a delivery. bailiff. Yes.
2: It's a bailiff. The bailiff is in court. I think we're yeah. past that.
0: Yeah, I think you're way past court. <laughs>
2: but I will get to know the bailiff. Ba- bailiff. Uh, no, I will know their name. So I would say, excuse me, Stephen... This is what I want because I am a personable death row inmate. Okay. Uh, anyways, then we go the T-Bone Ruth. Chris, what was the first name? Del Frisco. Del Frisco uh, Ruth. Chris, I want a combination T-Bone. They put it like a knife and I want them to c- combine those two. Potatoes, mm-hmm. tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I think this potato- is supposed to be a speed question. Oh, speed thing. question. Okay, okay. You, <laughs> well, uh, I like uh, it. That is it. I, then I will not get into the other courses, okay. which there were a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, next one. Kurt Russell or Patrick Swayze?
2: Oh, that's easy for me.
1: Uh, They're the same. Kurt person Russell. To me. Okay. Tango and Cash. Yeah. I mean, come on.
2: Patrick Swayze. Ghost. Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Dirty Dancer.
0: All right. We'll do a few more. Beatles or Rolling Stones.
2: Mm, Beatles for sure for me. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stones.
0: I, I choose the Stones any day. Uh, East Coast or West Coast?
2: Oh, my God. I'm going East oh, Coast. Oh, man. You're talking about hip-hop or just in general? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's you, you, still you can, a war. I
0: mean, we said you were street, so. There is are you, still are you East East nervous that they might be listening, is a though? a hard question.
2: Uh, I'm going to say I like living it, it. I like East Coast. I love that East Coast flavor. I think
1: I'm... I'm, I love the East Coast beach just because I grew up on the beach, so I really like
2: beaches okay. on the East Coast.
0: All right. Kind of, so when did you guys- What's wrong with that question?
2: No, answer. It's your, it's your answer. <laughs> All right.
0: So when did you guys move to LA to pursue your acting and comedy careers?
1: Uh, let's try and say it at the same time. Ready? Two thousand- I don't know. Just do it. I
2: don't know. What do I got to get in your game for? And I just did a game. okay uh
1: yeah i moved to la in 2002 uh to go to the new york film academy film school uh where we filmed films on the universal lot like uh jurassic park and psycho and i was like a little uh maddie spielberg uh, really making movies and that was really fun and uh i acted in a lot of my friends films and that was really cool i played like a a detective and one of them that was really stressed out. <laughs> a stressed out detective.
2: <laughs> I like <laughs> that?
1: Funny, yeah. Um yeah, I played like a cowboy in one of them. Uh yeah, it was it was a really great experience filming on all those sets. And and then I was a personal assistant for actor Luke Wilson mm-hmm. from old school. Yeah, I know who it yeah, is. Uh, it's, yeah, your so bio says that him. they
0: discovered you, the Wilson.
1: Yeah, uh Luke and uh Luke and Luke put me in my first movie with Jessica Simpson, which was Ooh. called Blonde Ambition.
0: I didn't see it. I've got to check yeah, that one out.
1: It, it was kind of they're trying to like copy like legally Bond or something. Okay. Uh and I played like a mailroom worker that worked with Luke. Okay. And I hit him over the head with a uh I don't know, a poster or something. And I had some lines. Uh, I think he he uh, was like eating a sandwich and he wasn't finishing it. And I said, are uh, you going to eat that sandwich? That was my line. Ooh. That was my first line in a movie. So and how how quickly did you
0: book your first movie from moving to L.A.? Like your first big movie?
1: Well, like auditioning, my first movie was Drill But Taylor, which mm-hmm. Owen got me the audition for. Which probably I got the part because of him, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm talented too. Yeah. I mean, let's just Wildly be real talented. here. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. just get real. It oozes. Here. Um, and so I was a a clerk in a a 11 shop and store, and um, uh, I I worked with him on that. That was a great. That was a great experience. Uh, the director said to me, which I thought was really funny. He said like. Welcome to the big leagues, kid. And I was like, "Am I in like a Hollywood movie?" Yeah, who says to you? And I was like, "Oh God, okay, all right." Uh, so yeah, and I did, I did great. I had a scene with him, and uh, yeah, that was a great experience. Drillbit Taylor, he plays like a bodyguard mm-hmm. for these kids.
0: And now you're in Stranger Things.
1: Stranger Things, um, a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Yeah. A lot of Netflix shows. Do
0: you do more comedy or drama?
1: Uh, comedy, yeah. Yeah. Well, Stranger comedy. Things
0: isn't comedy. I haven't seen it. But.
1: Well, yeah, but my character is like the, com- the comedic uh, oh, okay. relief, I guess.
0: Got it. I have such a hard time finding jeans that don't stretch out, that fit perfectly, and that are comfortable. Comfortability is a big one for me. I don't like wearing jeans that are digging into my sides or the buttons are hurting. But then I found MyFit jeans. They're so comfortable. They're premium denim, but they feel like the comfort of yoga pants. I could live in the jeans. And if you're like me and you struggle to find a pair of jeans that fits you just right, you've got to try MyFit jeans. They're on-trend denim with yoga comfort, like I said. They conform to every curve. They make your butt look so good. And the material is so soft and stretchy that even if your weight fluctuates 5 to 10 pounds, like mine probably did over Thanksgiving, these jeans will adapt to your shape. So if you gain a couple holiday pounds, they won't get stretched out or be loose if you slim down. And you can wear them with sneakers for to be casual or with boots or with heels for a night out. It's just the softest, lightest weight fabric, and they're really just amazing. And they're not like the jeggings. They're like real stylish jeans with buttons and, and loops and back pockets, but they feel like yoga pants or jeggings. MyFit jeans are designed for all women. Tall, short, size 2 to 20, and the style is great for any age. If you don't believe me, Check out the photos on myfitjeans.com or on their Instagram and Facebook page. Everyone looks great in these jeans. Find your fit in one of two sizes. There's size stunning that fits regular sizes 2 through 12, and size gorgeous that fits regular sizes 14 through 20. And they make a great gift because it's really easy to find the right fit for anyone. Special fabric called the Flex Tech Denim stretches and conforms to every curb, and they have three colors available, dark wash, light wash, and black, and... They have a 60-day risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your jeans for a full refund and they will cover shipping. All right, guys, you are gonna love my fit jeans. And right now, they're offering my listeners an exclusive deal. Buy one pair and get 15% off. And if you buy two, the second pair is 50% off. Just go to myfitjeans.com and enter code B here Did you get all that? Go to myfitjeans.com and enter code B here for 15% off your first pair of MyFit jeans. And if you buy two, you'll get the second pair at 50% off. Just use code BEHERE, that's B-E-H-E-R-E, for this unbelievable deal at Uh, MyFitJeans.com. I went to the Halloween Horror Nights, and the Stranger Things, like, maze was terrifying.
1: Yeah, Anthony went to that, too. Did Did you
0: like it?
2: I loved it. I
1: was supposed to go, but I had bronchitis. I thought
0: the scariest one was the... I think it was just called like monsters or something. Like it wasn't like yeah. a specific movie or TV show.
2: It was the uh, Universal Monsters, and that was a really terrifying, good one. right? With terrifying. Frankenstein, Wolfman. Yeah, it was great. They
0: really do a good job there.
2: They. I go every year. This was my favorite year that I went uh, because uh, one of my friends, uh, Moses. Do you know Moses Storm? Mm-mm, uh, so. He's a he, he's a really funny gentleman. Uh, Hilarious. He, he was in the movie Unfriended and he could not go to the to the premiere of Universal Mm -hmm. so he gave me his access so I went and I got to go for free behind the the scenes that's awesome it was so much fun yeah I didn't go to I didn't in fact there it was like a front of the line front of the line like I didn't even have to do front of the line I was I was faster than front of the line however that makes sense that's amazing yeah so we or when I say we I did go alone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there was, <laughs> I had two tickets and I begged somebody else to join me. Uh, and no, no one
0: wanted to go with the free.
2: It was last minute. And, and Moses knows that I like haunted things. So he was like, let's do this. Let's get you there. I got to go. Uh, he tours with, uh, Conan O'Brien or something like that. Oh, or, my uh, uncle. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> he was, he just had something happen so he couldn't do it. So then I was like, all right. I texted a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Nobody could go. And uh, I actually, believe it or not, had the best time of my life.
0: I think I'd have been too freaked out to go alone. But i don't know it was
2: great Me too i am terrified yeah of
0: this. by the way Conan O'Brien's not my uncle, but I was going to use that as a segue to get to your celebrity ties, but before that, I want to hear about when you moved here and like oh. how you and you also did second city in Chicago, yes, so talk about your career
2: well this this is pretty m- the way I moved here is kind of uh dramatic in the dramatic arts form no it's not... uh i uh, <laughs> I was living in Chicago and I was doing i o and Second city and all of these kind of fun like comedy institutions which were that's the reason i moved to chicago from minneapolis Uh, but the reason i moved here a lot of my friends had already uh been here Mm -hmm. uh but i was a dog walker at the time and i was also working at a restaurant called ed to where you it's like a a uh theater like a joke uh restaurant where you like dance on the tables and, and you insult people it was all right but uh I was also dating this lovely woman. I knew
0: it was going to be a breakup story.
2: Yes. And uh, she uh, kind of started hinting at that, you know, that it's not working out. Then I find out she cheats on me. She told me that day she was a nice girl. We're friends. Uh, But then I was like, oh, I hate life. All my friends are gone. I was like, I'm going to either move to New York or Los Angeles. I flipped a coin. Boom. For real? Yeah. It landed on (laughs) heads. I moved to Los Angeles that day, or I was I was going to visit uh, that day. Uh, Did you fly was, or you drive? Mean,
0: you just decided and then flew there?
2: I decided that day. I bought a plane ticket, and uh, I was just going to vacation. Uh, I'm really good friends with, I don't know if you, she used to be on uh, Saturday Night Live, Vanessa Bayer. Uh-huh. She's like one of my, cl- like a really She's close right. friend of mine, and uh, she was like all right, well, you're going to go. And she like kind of, you know, we kind of talked about this and she kind of like packed my clothes with me a little bit. And then I thought <laughs> I was just going to take a vacation. We went to the airport, waved goodbye. And then I never came back to Chicago. That's amazing. Yeah. And and then I started, I was very happy to do that. I figured it was just time mm-hmm. and, it, and it kind of p- pushed me. And uh, it was a dramatic push, but I, I feel like I will never look back uh, on that as being super uh intense, even though I did I was living in downtown LA on like a you know, in in a living room at the Alexandria hotel, which was like literally my room was next door to the uh the apartment that uh they used the Kevin Spacey's apartment for the movie seven. So yeah. it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was it scary. does sound scary. Why that why were you scary. in a
0: living room at a hotel?
2: Because I didn't have uh, that many ties I didn't know who I was going to stay with mm-hmm. I didn't I just moved and I had a friend that lived in this kind of crappy hotel so she had her bedroom and I lived in her living room oh and God. that was a, like a month or so and then uh, and Vanessa's I, no no right? uh, Van, Vanessa just helped me get to to uh, LA and then uh, I uh, lived in this place for a month and then I, I had a nice loft and was fine after that. It was just like a few. You
0: went from that to having a very nice loft.
2: Well, the nice loft
0: turned <laughs> quickly. <laughs> 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 Rachel,
2: I have a, I have some. Uh, I, you're uh, like Steve Martin. I meet, and the, I meet and the friends jerks. fast, and <laughs> well, you're going to
0: say like, Rachel, I have some investments that well, panned out. <laughs> one of
2: my really close friends was wa- working for Naked Juice, and Naked Juice is uh-huh. owned by coke or pepsi Mm -hmm. and he uh, as well as a lot of people at the time uh lost their jobs Mm -hmm. part of his severance package was this apartment this nice loft that he was living in for like a year or so he didn't want to live there anymore because he's from minnesota he's my friend from minnesota Mm -hmm. so he's like do you want to just live here nobody's gonna be using it so then i just lived in a nice loft and figured my life out
0: you might be the luckiest person ever
2: well i mean i did get cheated on Rachel so no, uh, Who hasn't gonna, <laughs> Okay fair enough So yeah But that your w- luck changed My luck changed And yeah. he left me a car And a surfboard Are you serious Well he didn't need Any of it And, and it was like A crappy old truck uh, So I Utilized it And then I started Doing comedy here And I started running a show And I started meeting Like great people uh, Such as Maddie And yourself Or you know Whoever yeah. I, I'm meeting And, and uh, just kind of Like picking up the pieces And and i've been here ever since and and how
0: long ago how when did you
2: move here i'd say it was like 2008 something like oh, that oh wow yeah yeah so oh, i've been wow. here a while yeah i've been here a while and and i've had great uh times here and i really appreciate being here i think la is my home so anyways and then comedy stuff i started auditioning started doing things and i've been on a few little tv shows and my friends have put me on their shows and and uh You know, I still like I've performed at UCB for like a a good spell. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Did you go through their whole program? I did not.
2: Okay, I did not go. uh, The the UCB uh, experience was great. I was there for about three years, uh, but I never took a class there. Okay, Um, I was uh, part of a like a sketch group and then uh, I just kind of was father grandfathered in and and it was really fun. Wow. That's
0: cool. I didn't know they did that.
2: They don't, uh, it it, it was, (laughs) except for if you're Anthony. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm not there anymore. I'm not on like any like house things, but I was on like a, it was called the Walsh brothers show. I don't know if you've ever met them. Mm -hmm. Uh, they are now, uh, um, one has got, had three kids. So (laughs) he moved back to Boston. Uh, but we were, uh, kind of they were I was part of their organization as and and so we performed there and uh the comedy store they're on the wall at the comedy store oh, there's, a, cool. there's a lot of things with them that uh you know I met them and started working with them and you know that's why I was there
0: um so that's cool uh so let's talk about your guys' celebrity ties that you were saying beforehand that you might be related to well,
2: well it, this, this, so I, my, uh, my last name's DeVries, so we've already covered that. Uh, but I took my mom's last name because my dad did not raise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his last name, so, so then I didn't know him. I don't know his, his, his family too well. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to kind of look things up and figure out who I am. Uh, because that's good right yeah. right that's you get to know you, know who, who you are. know who you are who, who am, am I? I am i so i started doing ancestry.com and a couple of those little thing those those fancy little websites. finder family finders and uh, i go to my dad's last name his grandmother or his mother's last name was kaufman mm-hmm. uh, and they grew up in like like this great nick new york so then my tie would be on. Un- unbelievably, Andy Kaufman, uh, he, I, he would be a long, long distance relative because, uh, you know, I, I never met him or anything. Yeah. And I don't know how l- far away. That's really I really cool. Stopped. But he was also like my my hero
0: you should add it to your bio that you're related to him but it's not look into it
2: but yeah i don't know if it's a it's there's no official but but it was very good it was close to i mean there's not that many well there is probably a lot of jewish Kaufmans and great right yeah but uh i then found that to be the most interesting because he was like like, I've been to his grave. Oh, really? Yeah, I really love... She was love, like one of your idols, yeah. Yeah, I love Andy Kaufman. I love yeah. Andy Kaufman, Howard Stern, and the Beastie Boys, probably. Yeah. You know, I, they,
0: keep, they keep coming up.
2: Yeah, uh, they're all Jewish, too, which is really weird. Oh, and I, weird. W- I w- I'm ethnically Jewish, uh-huh. but I was not raised Jewish, which is yeah. kind of funny that all my heroes are these, like, hip Jewish guys. Interesting. And
0: who are you related to?
2: Uh, you?
1: Well, my... Uh, my my mom's side of the family she has the last name baldwin and um so she did a little more research and we found out that um we're related to this guy lucky baldwin who moved to california and started the santa Ana horse track and also was really into gold rush like finding Mm -hmm. gold uh so yeah so um Unfortunately, he didn't leave me any of that when he passed Yeah, jerk. 40s or something. Well, that is this jerk. guy related to like Alec Baldwin? Um, so and? yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So there could be some kind of relationship yeah. that I'm related to the Baldwins in some way. Yeah. Fancy. Which, which makes sense because I look very family. much like them. Yes, very it's much. Very and they're very handsome. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much they're, who well, I mostly, am. Mostly,
0: yeah. All the kids are now models. and Yeah. Which could have been your track, but you decided to be an actor.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, me and Alec go way back. Yeah. Which is funny is that I think I have his phone number in my phone. Are you serious? Let's call are you
0: him. Do you actually know him?
2: Should we call him?
0: No. Yeah. Call
2: um, him. Don't call him. He's got <laughs> no, <a>, <laughs> his temper. Yeah. I have his email. Yeah, he's yeah. going to yeah. he get
0: mad. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah.
1: his email.
2: Well, let's really? email him. Yeah. Have
1: Alan. you worked with him? Yeah, I've worked with him in the past.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Nice guy? Or is that temper sort of a thing?
2: I don't. I don't know.
0: It's weird. I've talked about him on my podcast. I knew that like once recently.
2: Rachel, I knew that because you I, listened to I it. I appreciate that. I like you. I like what you do. Thank I do. You. I like your stuff. I like you
0: too. Well, I was going to ask you what your well, because you had said you had a really good story for this though. So
2: okay, I, Rachel, go ahead.
0: Because well, you guys both had stories for this. What your worst or most awkward like um, comedy show was, or comedy show moment, or. Or it could be audition moment, too.
2: Do you want me to go first? Uh, or do you want to go first, Maddie? Because I got uh, some... I got. Maybe
1: I should go first. You should go first. I, He's got to leave. Yeah.
2: All right, go. Go, All right, ahead. go. <laughs> uh,
1: My first time doing stand-up was probably at, uh, like, an open mic that Dave Ross hosted mm-hmm. um, in on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. And I think I it, it went terribly. Like, I brought, like... I had this idea that I was just going to bring a teddy bear on stage and just talk to it.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And
1: I think I got like hecklers, like open mic hecklers being like, what are you doing? Or, you know, stuff like that. Or like, you can't just talk to a bear, man. And stuff like that. So that didn't really go well.
0: Did the bear talk back to you?
1: Uh no, it's a bear. <laughs> so it I know, but it you didn't do bear. like a
0: voice for it.
1: No, oh my no. God,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. he, Anthony's looking at you with pure disgust. Yes.
1: he's like, I don't uh, even know you, Rachel. And then a bear. My first like uh, crazy audition story is I auditioned to be a pirate in the in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, wow. And uh, where they like fly you out there to stay on the whatever island I don't know somewhere in the Bahamas, but you get like they give you per diem and you get paid. And I was like, yes, for the this audition? is gonna be the best job ever. No, if you get it, oh okay, yeah, if you get <laughs> it, that would be nice. Send you out, wow. send you out. Wow. Send you yeah. Out. So Shit. I went, I uh, I went there on the uh, for the audition and I dressed like full pirate. Like I wore like, well, I don't know, full pirate. I wore like sh- checkered chef pants. Like I don't think pirates wear that. Um, I don't know and, where you got yeah, those. I don't know. And I, I brought like a prop with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my alarm. Oh, For good. Um, Maddie's
2: professional. And- <laughs>
1: sorry about that. Sorry, Rachel. Um, this is, uh, this is un- uh,
2: unbelievable.
1: No. <laughs> and so I I uh, I went to the audition and I had this idea that I was like, a cabin boy like i don't know they didn't give you specific directions but okay. i had this idea and i also put like um uh like stuff in my hair to make it really greasy what's that stuff called
2: or gre- or grease
1: no grease. no no uh like chapstick or okay. w- whatever i mean this is you, you're literally asked, yeah. you
2: could, you, we could say anything w- yeah what do you whatever. mean? what makes things greasy i made
1: it gre- i made my hair really greasy to make myself look very vaseline pirated vaseline that's it oh my thank God, you sir I got it. thank you vaseline i put vaseline in my hair and uh i went into the audition and the, the scene was the director said all right so you're a bunch of pirates and you're arguing over who's going to get the whiskey like who's going to get the alcohol and i was like uh okay cool and he said action and I brought a bucket with me to the audition full, filled with water. Oh, my God. And I decided <laughs> instead of doing the direction, I just went on the ground and <laughs> started cleaning the floor like I was a deckhand or something like
2: okay. that. <laughs> you already had <laughs> it in I, your mind. I had a mind. It was a I bold a, choice. It was
1: a very bold choice that I was going to do this. And they were arguing about the the alcohol, and I was just so cleaning there were several the there
0: were several people in the audition. Are yeah, there, yeah, other pirates. Other
1: pirates. Okay. Arguing they were doing over. what
2: they were supposed to be doing. <laughs> doing.
1: And I think the director just kind of looked at me like, "What the hell's What's <laughs> wrong with this guy?" And I was totally convinced that I nailed it. I was like, "Oh man, I got this! I got this!" <laughs> But I didn't
2: get it. You spilled and water all over the place. Well,
0: I'm also, I'm also <laughs> thinking that you like took yourself out of frame too. Like everyone's probably standing oh, up arguing, totally. and then you went and got on the ground. <laughs> yeah. You probably weren't even in the
1: shot. Exactly. And I like totally that you not <laughs> in the frame. I, I and like I made this. A, a
2: decision. You were on the floor <laughs> cleaning, thinking this is going. <laughs> <Amazing>. I cannot <laughs> yeah. believe how great this is. I'm gonna get this. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna get this. Uh, as people are slipping, and uh, you're you're causing some real problems on the set. Like you, you can't just pour water all over a place. You know that that's what. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. These poor other extras could have slipped on this. <laughs> And your greasy hair for no reason. I like the optimism. <laughs>
1: Vaseline. You in put my, Vaseline in your hair
2: and got off the camera and started cleaning the the floor. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I did get it, but shortly thereafter, I started it. working for Luke Wilson. So and that that's was when it all started. That's when my acting career did you started ever off.
0: did you ever do a bold choice like that in an audition and, and then get it? Or did those not usually work out?
1: No like he does. Oh, actually, you know what? I I did. I do sometimes I'll eat food and audition like I'll take a donut out of my pocket and start eating it. That's cool. And uh, for a series of unfortunate events, like I pulled a cookie out of my
2: pocket and just Mm -hmm. started eating it randomly. This guy, Rachel, knows how to to get the part. He knows how to audition. He he knows uh, the, the right angle to to do these things. He doesn't go... In, I mean, I think... Can you be ma-
0: my audition coach? <laughs> I
2: actually have a feeling that the reason why is he's had so many trials and errors. I think mm-hmm. the first thing was he brings a, bu- a bucket <laughs> full of water <laughs> and <laughs> then he's water. like, you know, the water's not too so far. good. But then <laughs> too, you've, too you've done some things uh, that were uh, pretty e- uh, extreme uh, in your auditions, like yeah. donuts and everything. He'll dress the, for the part. He'll do things that will get... You, the part, and, and he is noticeable now. He knows how to do it now, but he had. I bet you, I were- think it's
0: great. Oh,
2: it is. I, yeah, I, mean, I have he's
1: done him. things like marketing things where I'll like put my headshot on, on a cake because you can print your headshot on uh-huh. a cake
0: and bring a cake in. Yeah,
1: and I brought one to Judd Apatow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: did that to a lot of uh, agents, and, and I did
1: that to an agent too. But yeah, you just dropped it
0: a, off at a. Where I, was he your agent?
1: No, 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 no.
2: Uh, he was Appleton? a nut job no, for a while no no, the, the, no your,
0: the agency what? okay so judd <laughs> no no
2: no <laughs> oh, so wait
0: were you auditioning for judd and brought that or you
2: just no, sent it to his I office just
1: went to his office and brought him a cake and it said like it had my headshot and it said call me but eat this cake first and i put my phone Did number he call on you? the cake no he didn't call. you've me. worked with but Judd, then but then Still a few years cool. later i ended up working with him And we went to Sundance and in an interview when they do the red carpet interview, Mm -hmm. I got to ask him, hey, did you ever get that cake? And he said, no. He said, probably. No, I don't know. And I I was like, oh, man, well, I think you probably ate it. And we like joked joked about it. That's really funny. It was was cool. It kind of came full circle. So it ended up being a funny story.
0: You put it out in the universe, even if it didn't happen in that moment.
1: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: it is 11.40, so I'm yeah, going to I let to you go. go. I will,
2: will you stay? stay. Okay. I'm going to stay. Thank you. He's I wanna, a great interview I want uh, to tell you something about putting things out there. This is going to be great. So get out of here, Maddie. It's right, the t- go. Just go. Sorry
1: I'm missing this. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Love you. Thank you.
0: So we said goodbye to him.
2: We said goodbye, but I wanted to say, when you were saying put this out there, I, there is something that I've been... This was, this was so wild to me. Uh, just putting things out there and yeah. you're uh, and uh, uh this was re- so i was in new york not too long ago in mm-hmm. fact it was like a couple weeks ago and one of my uh dear friends uh Hassan minaj uh did carnegie hall and uh and uh sold out two shows it was pretty Crazy. awesome yeah so i'm usually just kind of like you know I'm, I'm friends with people just kind of hanging out in the back but we're in this like green room area And his publicist was like, so what do you want to do when you're in New York? And I was like, well, I don't know. And then I just like, I'm going to put something out there. I was like, I've always wanted to take a tour of the Howard Stern Studios. It's Uh always been a dream of mine. Uh, And she was like, is that it? And so she like put in a couple calls. The next day, the next Friday, I am at the Howard Stern Studios. And I'm with my four-year-old. So I I am raising my – I'm raising – so it's kind of a tricky story, but I'm mm-hmm. raising my four year uh four year old little boy mm-hmm. and he is the gem of my life Aww. and he goes wherever i go and and uh so, because he's my son yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he so he is, are you
0: raising him alone is that where you're going with
2: this? no I, no i have uh, I have a missus uh, mistress No, I have a wife mm-hmm. uh, but we are raising him um uh, uh, but he's not my uh, biological son or Got it. Okay. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, anyways. I don't know why I needed to say all that. Uh it's that, always an interesting thing and it's always kind of weird to like say cuz he it, you know like for me I just want to say yeah I have a 4-year-old. I don't yeah. know why. I'm think I think I'm like getting used to saying I have a 4-year-old son. Yeah. Uh anyways, we go to the Sirius FM Sirius a- XM. XM. God, I sh- I sh- uh, pl- uh blah, 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 blah. no. so we go there. Start taking the tour. Uh-huh. While I'm in the tour, there, there's all these like different studios around that you can like check out. Mm-hmm. So they have Sway and Andy Cohen shows there. I've actually there. been there before. It's yeah. c- so you've been there. It's, yeah. it's just uh, it's a pretty cool it's place. really cool. So while I'm there, the Wu-Tang Clan is there. RZA oh and God. Ghostface Killer, all these like people that I really like. Uh, I've always liked the Wu-Tang Clan. So we're taking the tour, baby Zayn and myself. We get to the elevator, press the button, the Wu-Tang clan walks in to the elevator with me Holy and Zayn. So it's just me, Riza, Ghostface, all these people are in the elevator. The elevator stops. Zane now is is a card, this little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he decides to breakdance <laughs> he, does, <laughs> he doesn't know who the wu-tang clan are That's so awesome. he is in an elevator just dancing around spinning they're laughing like nobody's business rizza looks up to me and him and says you got your hands full on that with that one zane says i'm not a handful sir you are pretty much Riza laughs we leave the elevator laughing i, I always picture it like Like a movie businessmen Uh All leaving and laughing together Only it was myself and the Wu-Tang Clan And and a four-year-old son They're high-fiving him Loving him and I and it's just the idea of putting things out there. Yeah. I would have never said the Howard Stern thing, but I was just like, why not? This is what I would like to do in New York.
0: That is so cool. And
2: there, that happened. I like. I went and toured to Saw Hall. You,
0: you said at the beginning of this podcast, they're one of your favorite bands.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. it was. Uh, and Zane will never know that he like entertained the Wu Tang.
0: You, you're going to love telling him that
2: story later. He, that's a cool story. Well, this kid, is unbelievable. Uh, I live in Mid City. And uh, there is like these block parties. I don't know if you've heard of Delicious Pizza or Delicious Vinyl. Mm -hmm. So Delicious Vinyl is a hip hop, uh, like old school, like hip hop. uh, I guess they produce records. Like, I think it was like, man, uh, Tone Loke or stuff like that. Okay. So anyways, uh, they have big parties. And Warren G was at the party in my neighborhood and he was performing like a warren g concert and wow. zane does his breakdance thing in front of all of these like this circle of human beings <laughs> this kid's awesome and warren g brings him on stage are you serious and he's dancing and moving around with warren g and warren g's like and i'm like i am now zane's dad he's the coolest kid on, on earth and he's already awesome. at four interacted with the wu-tang clan and warren g um, and this is insane to me, but, uh, like, like I said, putting things out that there really cool. was, was when you said that really, I was like, yeah, if I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't usually say that I yeah. wouldn't be like, I'd like to see that or what, you know, cause I, I don't yeah. know why I would, but
0: I mean, I feel like that you. The, if you ask, things usually come. And I, I'm always like too for like I probably would have been like no, it's fine. I don't need to do anything. But like when you do put it out there and ask, you usually something cool will happen.
2: Yeah, it's some uh, people
0: have no problem asking for things. Yeah, and I, I, don't I didn't don't even have that I, skill.
2: I didn't. ask. And She offered. Yeah, I I have a hard time. Like I remember even when I was growing up, there was this guy who we would go to, let's say, a McDonald's. We'd mm-hmm. pull up to the drive uh, drive through. I mm-hmm. can't think of words right now. drive through. how can I not remember that? So we go up there and unroll the window, and I'm like, all right, here's my money. And he'd be like, hey, uh, let me get a couple extra burgers. And they'd be like, all right. <laughs> so it's just like uh, You're right If Some people have wow. no problem Asking things I on the other hand Want to be like oh, I'll pay you for the burgers Yeah uh, Do you No no to, no this Can this guy, I give you
0: extra <laughs> yeah. yeah we
2: don't mind Have some And so I think you're right Some people I don't I have a big problem I don't like asking for things I yeah. think it makes me feel uncomfortable And, and I but, don't
0: like when people Over ask for things When like they really have no shame yeah, like they this don't even was get no to shame. know you. When then they ask you for a favor, I don't know.
2: I did that. I learned that the hard way. There was a girl I grew up with who had a trampoline, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> used her for that trampoline. Do you feel bad about it? I still feel you bad give her about. it. I don't know. She would probably not take my phone call. She'd well, be first of, she's of all though,
0: disgusted. It's a bad memory for her, she,
2: and she probably doesn't know who I am yeah. anymore. But uh, <laughs> uh, I remember just uh, just really feeling guilt for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As the holidays draw near, everybody has that one person who is impossible to shop for. And oftentimes, that hard to please person is a husband or a boyfriend. Well, I have the solution to your holiday gift giving problems. It's Hopsy Beer. Hopsy Beer is like the Keurig for beer. And everyone knows that the only way to get beer at its best is straight from the tap, not in bottles or cans. And with this in mind, the founders of Hopsy turned to the sub. The sub is like a kegerator married to Keurig and had the coolest kid ever. So you get to have a countertop home draft appliance that gives you amazingly fresh beer like you're sitting in a tap room. I was so excited when mine arrived. First of all, the beer is delicious and they have a wide variety from many different breweries. They have IPAs, they have ales. I invited everyone over to watch football and enjoy my at-home beer bar. with the, It's on draft, it's delicious, it's cold, and it's a very sleek appliance. And I have an offer for my listeners. Go to tryhopsey.com slash be here and use promo code be here to get the sub home draft machine. two many beer kegs of beer, which is the equivalent to two six packs, two opsy glasses and free membership in the monthly beer club for ninety nine dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Go to tryhopsey.com slash be here and use promo code be here to get the sub home draft machine. Two mini kegs of beer, two Hopsy glasses, and free membership in the monthly beer club for $99. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Even after the holiday season ends, your loved ones will continue to receive monthly shipments of their favorite beers to enjoy for months to come. That's tryhopsy.com, H O P S Y, slash, be here, and use promo code be here. Okay, so what is your worst comedy stage moment or worst audition moment
2: so i'm gonna just go ahead i i told you uh beforehand that i have a pretty bad uh first performance story and this is actually the first time i ever performed performance story mm-hmm. so i grew up in minneapolis and i th- i was about 16 years old uh and there was a comedy show going on uh, downtown minneapolis and i wanted to do it i had no routine no no planning no nothing Mm -hmm. uh but it was a book show and this this woman uh, and how old were you? you sixteen. Say? Sixteen. Oh, you're. Yeah. Th- this woman uh, didn't want to let me on, and I was like, "Come on, I'm going to do it." I don't know what I was thinking, begging to be on this show. First of all, why did I care? <laughs> I didn't really need to do comedy. I wasn't. I was sixteen. I was just, you know, listening to Nirvana or whatever I was listening to at the time. You know, not really interested in like being like a comedian. At and you
0: have th- no idea what compelled you to just. You I just wanted on
2: to do this. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I just was like, do it. Let me do it. My mm-hmm. friends were there. Maybe they're like, uh, stupid. Uh, you're not going to do it. And I'm like, I got to get on there. Uh, <laughs> so she finally said, all right, kid, let's see what you got. I don't. I'm sure she didn't have that Hollywood uh, catchphrase. like yeah. kid, let's see what you got. But mm-hmm. she put me on stage. Now, I didn't, as I just told you, know what the hell I was about to do. Didn't know anything about doing any of this comedy stuff. So all I d- did know is I like Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Love Chris Farley. Uh, he's one I'm of my, my heroes. He's probably my favorite of all time. Yeah, uh, he's definitely my favorite comedian. Uh, Andy Kaufman, him. I've mm-hmm. visited both of their graves. Really? <laughs> yes, I'm a very big uh, grave visitor, okay. apparently. All right, it's like a thing. <laughs> all right. So uh, I am um, stuck on stage. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just standing on the and You've middle. never
0: done comedy before. I don't
2: There's know no anything plan. about it. Okay. Chris Farley. Very physical comedian. I said, all right, I'm just going to do this. I go and run towards the wall and jump against the wall, put my shoulder against the wall. But, Rachel, I fell through the wall all the way. It was a light wall. It was like there was dust all over me. It was an absolute nightmare. So then I not only had to do this, I Have to crawl and walk through the wall again to get back on the stage. Now, every comedian and every human being in the audience watching, angry, angry. They thought I was some kind of jerk who broke the wall. So I put the mic down and ran. And I ran and I ran and I was chased by a bunch of these other comedians.
0: The other comedians chased you?
2: They thought I ruined their spot. They oh wanted God. to get this punk. So they were chasing me and chasing me and chasing me. I finally crawled up one of those. Uh, I found a playground. You know, mm-hmm. like those like tube slides that uh-huh. kids go down? Yeah. I crawled up and hid in a tube slide for a while to... You know, well, you know. I thought I had it. One of the comedians grabs my legs, pulls me down. They find me, and then they start hitting my legs for some reason. I don't know why they're why hitting my legs? legs. My legs. I don't. Remember, I'll <laughs> never forget that. My legs. And then they drag me back to this theater, and I didn't want to. I wasn't rebellious. I was just like, I don't know. I was. I'm a. I was a pretty nice kid. You know, I, I was not like some kind of like crazy kid. So then I go back, and then I have to like go on stage. And apologize to everybody or or I don't know what they were going to do. Did
0: you have to pay for the wall?
2: Well, the next weekend I had to rebuild the wall and I had to learn how to do it. Some guy showed me and I had to pay for all the materials. And then after I finished the wall, the lady who booked the show said, don't ever try to be around comedy again. Or something. You know, it was just Jesus. Like, So it, it, it might have been... So it, then
0: you became a comedian for a career.
2: Uh, I'd say about two years later, I uh, really, like, jumped into it and tried to, like, try to be a comedian. No pun intended on jumped into yeah, yeah, it. Right, yeah, right. Uh, actually, no pun intended at all. <laughs> but, yeah, that is uh, probably the worst because it was... Uh, uh, well, you know, it I, couldn't, I got you couldn't up.
0: get any lower than that. No. So your comedy career was skyrocketing since yeah. then. After yeah.
2: that, I took improv classes and they were very nice. Mm-hmm. I actually heard somebody talk about me, uh, like tell the story of the guy who jumped through the win- mm-hmm. uh, window, jumped through the wall and I... Uh, I just ignored it. I didn't say, oh, that was me or anything. How did you... Where were you at? Uh, it was in an improv class. And uh-huh. there, and somebody was like, oh, I saw this happen one time. And it was like a year or so later.
0: <laughs> and you never mentioned it oh, was you? Oh, God,
2: no. I did. I mean, I I barely want to admit to it now. It just feels so weird. I think so it's
0: weird. a great story. I actually wish I had that story.
2: Um, You... you I not can't, at the time. I can't time.
0: steal it from you.
2: At the time, I was mortified. I was on... It was... Oh, unbe- I just... It was so weird worried and then i don't know uh, i guess it just something called me after that i was a young dj mm-hmm. uh, uh, at a radio station and i didn't like that as much as uh, i thought i would but i do like it i, I like podcasting yeah. so much now you but were
0: like 18 and you got a dj job
2: i was in high school still and i was working uh the weekends at like their top 40 radio station mm-hmm. um for a while, and just, I was an intern, kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, and then I ended up a DJ at a radio station. Uh, then left and started doing, uh, working at the door at uh, this place called Acme Comedy Club. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever been there or heard of it. Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Where is it at,
2: though? Downtown Minneapolis. I've
0: never been to that one, but I feel like there's more than one Acme Comedy Club, but I uh, There's one
2: in LA, too, that's yeah. like Acme Comedy Company, and they do sketches, and I think okay. it's really kind of like a rental theater. I don't Okay. Th- But then I I worked the door there and I got, it was like amazing. Like I just started to learn and see some of these comedians. Like I actually like sold CDs with Mitch Hedberg's mom. And that was before he was really famous. That's Um, crazy. Yeah. I was just so young and like into it that I got, it was kind of like, you know, if you ever heard Mark Marin talk about like his early days when he was just like working at the store and all these Mm -hmm. people would come through. I feel like I have some, some of that experience. Like I saw Zach Galifianakis when he was a feature, he wasn't even a headliner and and it was pretty cool to like learn. And then after that, I was like, um, I took a vacation to Chicago and I saw, uh, um, there, there's a really famous show in in, uh, second city history It was Mm -hmm. with Rachel Dratch. Um, uh, la 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 la. Uh, Tina Fey. I think
0: I know what you're talking about. I think they showed it to us when we were. I was at Second Scott City.
2: Scott Ansit. That I saw that actual show. Oh wow! And then I was like, I gotta live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, and and Chris Farley also was so important to me that yeah. I was like, I want to. That's be the whole reason list.
0: why I did Second City. I was like, because when I started doing Second City was only like a couple years ago and it's like in la groundlings and ucb are more popular but i was like i don't care that's what chris farley did that's what my snl heroes did like i'm doing second city right
2: right and and they all were uh just amazing i mean he was amazing and uh, you had his your his brother yeah Yeah, that's really cool he's a great guy
0: yeah, yeah, they look a lot alike.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then Similar his other mannerisms. brother did comedy too, right? Like the he's th- one that's
0: an actor.
2: Th- I think they had a two-person like improv team. Like, Maybe they did. Yeah,
0: they had a podcast too. I think for a while. I don't
2: know. Do you have you ever heard any good Chris Farley stories?
0: Um. I'm sure I'm sure Kevin had told me some, but yeah, I don't know. I have
2: one pretty cool, uh, pretty ridiculous one. It's not my story. I forgot who told me the story, but it's pretty interesting. So Chris Farley, uh, as we all know, is like a real dirty dog uh, mm-hmm. in his day. And so he was doing the Second City across the, the street from the Second City was his apartment. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman, I think Tom, something Tom, who was like a director, was mm-hmm. telling me this story uh he was at he was the director of uh, chris's show he was hanging out with chris and there was a bunch of socks in a corner and uh he just didn't think anything of it and they're hanging out all day right before the show Mm -hmm. and uh the guy uh finally had to use the restroom Mm -hmm. i have to use the restroom uses the restroom and says hey chris uh uh, there's no toilet paper in this uh, bathroom here. I don't know what to do. And Chris said, oh, it's all right. Uh, I have all those clean slo- socks in the corner. Just grab a clean sock. And so the guy, like, used this clean sock. Ew! And he's like, what do I do with this? Throw it back in the corner. So he said, uh, all right, I'll throw it back in the corner. It's so gross. Does this, they were in a rush. And then a little bit later, uh, they were like, oh, we got to get to Second City. And he sees Chris pull a pair of socks out of the corner, <laughs> so he put it on and run over to Second City. So,
0: oh my God, that's so such a gross. gross! But he he Ew. was
2: he was just such a child is what yeah, yeah, is yeah. what Very he, the, the, that this Tom was telling me. He's like a a kid. Then he never. It wasn't my story. I don't know if it's yeah. my story to no, tell. No, I, 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 that's a good story. It's it was, so gross. <laughs> it's so gross, but it's so like interesting that yeah. like somebody is a grown person on like a huge so, comedy stage. Some people
0: are just like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, how did you end up getting into the comedy thing? Was it Chris? Was he like one of your... Uh, you...
0: When I was younger, uh, I was obsessed with David Spade and Chris Farley, which is always still so crazy to me that like I know Chris's brother, Kevin, and I perform on shows with David Spade all the time. And I was like a little kid watching them on TV. How was that for
2: you? It's... To perform at David Spade. Did you feel like, like th- unbelievable? Were you nervous?
0: Uh... I mean I'm not performing on stage with him but we're no, on the no, same show but that's what yeah, I'm I, saying yeah, I like, actually get more nervous for the people I'm on the show with too because I've like I've done a lot of shows with Judd Apatow and sure. like, I get more nervous for them to think I'm funny than the audience or like friends right, that I've come to the show right Um, it's it's cool like when the first maybe the second show I did with uh, Spade at the comedy store uh, he obviously knows who I am but like we're not like friends or whatever but like he like came up to me and he's like has the show started yet and I was like I don't
2: yeah right. Dave. I was like
0: David, hey Dave, can I call? Like I was just like so awkward. How like, do I
2: talk to you? Yeah, you're you somebody I really look up to. Yeah,
0: but like he's around, so I don't. It's weird because you see him everywhere, and it's like he's. I should not be that nervous around him, but like yeah.
2: I would be uh for a lot of people. I get nervous. Yeah. Uh, but uh I, I mean, a, it's you're kind of like a hero, and then yeah. you, you, you there's expectations and everything. And I I'm had a sure. weird
0: interaction with him recently, actually, and. A lot of times I won't realize how weird it is until I tell someone. And then my friend was like, you're so embarrassing. And you were looking at his phone. I was like, oh, that is weird.
2: Oh, God. I was, Can you tell yeah, it Yeah. I was or? at
0: the um, the Comedy Central Emmys party. And he was before me to go on the little step and repeat thing. And uh, Jax and Brittany from Vanderpump Rules were on the step and repeat at the time. And so he like snuck and like took a photo of them.
2: Ooh. And
0: randomly I just went, <laughs> you would. <laughs>
2: whoa what? it's just
0: a stupid thing to say it's like not even a cool thing to say i just wanted to talk to him sure and he was like oh and he was like he must have been like why are you looking at my phone you weirdo yeah and then he was like he's like oh my friends are fans of the show and i was like yeah and then i was like heard you dated lala and then i just started saying all this weird stuff and he's like how do you even know that I was oh like, my
2: gosh because you're part of the crew <laughs> yeah
0: well no i think no i actually said kevin told me and then because then I thought he was going to think I was less weird because of that, and then it was just it just the whole interaction was just awkward.
2: Can I throw something at you that yeah. you may or may not have thought of? Huh? He was secretly taking a picture of them.
0: He was. That's what S- he was doing.
2: No, you noticed this. Yeah. So he's just as awkward as you in this Maybe. whole situation. Okay, that's There's good. no question in my mind that he. That makes me feel better. You were call you were calling him out, and yeah. he. And you didn't think you were? Yeah. But he was definitely... He didn't say, oh, can we take a picture together? Yeah, yeah, He was incognito taking a picture. You were with them, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So there you go. He All was... Right. Re- so, so it's he- not
0: the as embarrassing.
2: No. the the. Co- I mean, he's embarrassed too. Yeah. I actually have heard him tell that story about taking a picture of them somewhere. Are I, you serious? I think so. I don't know where it was, but oh, no, I'm not friends going. with him. Yeah, yeah. I've never even... I think I've been in the room with him. I don't know. But yeah. I I love him. But that it was, was like some interview or something where he's like, "Oh, so the Vanderpump took in a picture." Or, oh, that's so funny. Uh something I don't may I don't know. May, I'm just Maybe it things. was
0: I don't know. Maybe it was could have been could have been that instance.
2: But you not knowing that you did have the upper hand had one million percent the upper hand. Right. He was secretly yeah. taking a picture of them. You really
0: knew them. how to spin that to make me feel better. There's,
2: I mean, from what you explained to me, yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened.
2: You were with them, and you noticed him taking a picture. He was embarrassed and didn't know what to do, and you were, you didn't know what well, to do. Well, that's
0: not a good way to become his friend by embarrassing him.
2: Um, but you give, uh, he he he, he you have power over him now. Oh, you okay. have the power.
0: Yeah. All right. I really want him to do my podcast.
2: I think he would now. Yeah, Or you maybe. can tell him, I saw the other pictures on your phone. <laughs> Just say that. See what happens. All know? right. Oh, yeah. And he's like, why blackmail are you looking? Blackmail at- him.
0: Just straight up blackmail him. His
2: defenses were up. Why are you looking at my phone? Well, maybe I'm looking at the phone because you're taking pictures of well, my he friend. he didn't
0: say, why are you looking at my oh, phone? Oh, I thought you said no, that. No, my friend said that to me. Wait, did he No, he didn't say that. My friend was like that's a, like that's that, that was weird on so many levels that you were looking over his shoulder at what he was doing.
2: Right, 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 but you protected your friends. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that's what he needs to All know. All
0: right, shit. I'm showing me sure feel a lot better.
2: Well, it there's no way that you uh didn't have the upper hand. on a secret pi- like imagine taking a secret picture anywhere. You're you're in yeah, so much Yeah, I guess you angst. Yeah,
0: then you're, you feel stupid. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, I ruined... I You know, because now he just thinks that I was rude then. But whatever.
2: But we'll get was da- David he not will, being rude?
0: Listen, we'll get our relationship back, you know?
2: I we'll think, get it back on track. I think we're going to have Maddie call him and Steve Baldwin or whoever Baldwin... Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. He's calling Steve, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that uh, your guys are good. Maybe he doesn't either remember or he just wants to put it past him.
0: All right, sweet. Okay, I have a few more questions for you before we wrap this oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. If... If you were not doing comedy and acting and probably writing, I'm sure you do it all in podcasting. Um, what else? What, what else would be your dream job?
2: Oh, well, honestly, uh, I have always wanted to run a haunted house, run a haunted house. It's a really cool answer. And maybe be like I uh, when I was younger, I always thought that I would want to run like a uh, a water park in the summer and a haunted house in the fall and just that would be like who i was
0: it's a very cool answer I, <laughs> I love haunted shit though so i do too
2: and yeah. i love going to haunted houses uh, like i said i went alone mm-hmm. and i just have always thought it'd be cool to like be mr mr uh entertainment in a in a small town somewhere We're like oh that guy owns the local the, celebrity. that guy owns well. the water park and yeah you know just waving around or that guy does the haunted house and I have never, like, tried to do it. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like it's still kind of in the entertainment world a little bit, but...
0: You could run haunted houses over Halloween.
2: Yeah, I mean... I, I
0: think a water park's a little bit bigger of a thing that's going to cost a lot more money.
2: All of it, you know, if... Yeah, yeah, if I ran a little haunted house in Halloween, I would really be happy to do that.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had a real ghost experience?
2: Have I? Uh, I have a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I've had some real weird ones. One time, I was in uh, Iowa, and this—you know—everyone tells me like go to little ghost areas because, mm-hmm. and I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the podcast with Maddie and myself called Ouija Board,
0: uh-huh. you—I listened to part of that one. I also did you see what happened with us? No, I need to listen to more of it.
2: Ever? It was. It was unbelievable the way so maddie has so much paranoia Mm -hmm. and so much angst that at one point uh we were uh everyone in in this little circle was thinking that we were possessed and uh everyone was really scared and i didn't at first Uh but then i when i went to new york the wu-tang story yeah i lost my wallet at the airplane at the airport in in, uh, los angeles and then they were like but that happened to you and i was like This which which board happened like so we were like really freaking out Uh, so that um, but I have a a kind of maybe coincidence story but I was on a uh, so I was in Iowa and this uh, you know it's always like you like ghosts go to this uh, go to this uh, bridge. Yeah, it's where you got to go. It's about 45 minutes. If someone
0: Uh, tells me that, I'll go.
2: I did. See, this is, I'm glad to meet you because we have to be doing this this together.
0: I'm absolutely down.
2: Um, I, uh, so I drive to this place. I get the directions. It's, it's, it's the definition of scary. Yeah. (laughs) I'm driving down a bridge in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You have to drive down a, uh, uh, you know, gravel road and and is gravel the road yeah yeah yeah. dirt road let's say dirt road Mm -hmm. uh and then you i get to the bridge it's in the middle of nowhere and what happens is you're supposed to put your car in uh uh neutral on top of the bridge and then put a little powder on the back of the uh bumper and what happens is you sit there a while your car is supposed to move and then you look at the bumper, and there's supposed to be fingertips. Oh, my God. So I uh, I was doing that. I waited, and I put the car in neutral, and nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> at all happened. I was sitting there. Nothing happened. So then what I had to – I was like, I got to get out of here. So this bridge is, is kind of like a uh, – so it's – like I said, there's nothing around. So you have to drive over the bridge and then do a U-turn mm-hmm. to, and then go back on the bridge. And I was like, I didn't drive all the way out here to not – give this another chance so i did the u-turn and then now the front of the car mm-hmm. is facing where they would be pushing me uh i sprayed uh the baby powder nothing was happening i stayed there for about 15 minutes and then i saw there was no wind or anything and then i saw some rustling like of trees mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god something's gonna if this is w- what's gonna happen this is what's gonna yeah. happen so then a little bit later, my car starts slowly backing up and I freak out, put the car in drive, and spin o- off. I uh, drive for a while, then I'm like, I gotta look at this. these little uh, dust prints. Yeah, I looked, and there was little marks. Now I don't know if it was from the car, driving yeah. fast, but there were little marks that could have been fingerprints. That is crazy. Yeah, so that is one of the only few stories. I'm not
0: sure I would do that alone. That's pretty. Oh, lame. I was with
2: I was with one other person. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I would know, do it with someone else. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that alone. Yeah. I, I'm not like that. I I get scared. I I mean, uh, again, I'll tell you that we went to the Los Maddie and myself went to the Los Feliz murder house. Mm-hmm. Are my you friend familiar? Stassi went
0: there. She so, went and she went inside of it and stuff. Stassi, went in yeah, Saucy from Vanderpump Rules. But
2: she went in.
0: Yeah, her, someone. Uh, oh
2: my god! Is there a
0: podcast listen. No, a podcast listener actually got her the um the 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 light switch still has the bloody fingerprints from back in the day. Someone got her that. By the Does way, before they sold the it. Yeah, Stassi loves this shit.
2: She has a bloody I
0: think that I think she has that. She has something from inside the house, and I think that might be it.
2: Dear Lord.
0: But she was able to go see it because another person she knew knew the realtor that was selling the house, and so they went and she said it was so terrifying.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, I and remember she her saying there.
0: No, she doesn't own it. She just went and looked at
2: oh, it. Oh, but she has the bloody. Something like that. Some like, no, artifact she from the own house. The home. Yeah,
0: yeah. She wanted to buy it though. It, I was like, Stassi, I was like, I get that you like haunted stuff, but like you can't live in that house.
2: Like no, no, no. You she can't. couldn't afford
0: it at the time. But. well,
2: you don't want to live in this devil house. Yeah. Uh, so I went there with Maddie. Mm-hmm. We went to the uh, the driveway. Uh-huh. Maddie, uh, let's just say, has a full on panic attack. <laughs> full <laughs> let's on. Let's just
0: say he passes out.
2: <laughs> he could have. He almost yeah. passed out. He drove, and you know, you've been there. Mm-hmm. He drives. No, I actually haven't been okay. there. I want to go there though. So he drives down these hills. And Maddie pulls up to a Catholic church and says, we have to go in. There's devils around us. I'm like, Maddie, stop this. This is ridiculous. We have to go in. So we go in. Maddie put, puts the little, I'm not Catholic. He puts the Is he Catholic. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, but he knew. It was then. So Maddie puts the knee uh, Ben pray yeah. thing down, mm-hmm. and he starts praying and rocking back and forth, <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the back like, this guy has lost his freaking mind. <laughs> we did, Stassi's been in the house. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's living and feeling good. <laughs> yeah, she's he, We pulled to the driveway. I was like, Maddie, people live around this area. This is, I mean, this yeah. is insanity.
0: Was it before they could cleaned it out? Because you know how, it, the, I guess yeah, it was w- like
2: uh, October season. It was not that long ago.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Cause, because for the story is but for years, it still had like the old Christmas tree and the old setting because the, right. s- yeah, the second family that lived there just left and never came back. And then no one went back in the house for forever.
2: Right. And so the, it had all
0: the same furniture and everything.
2: We didn't even get, so. You didn't even look in the windows? So I'll tell you this. The the place is It's literally looks like a house on Haunted Hill. Mm -hmm. It's a residential neighborhood, and all of a sudden, there's this like scary, lurking house on top of a hill. Mm -hmm. The driveway, uh, so it's all bordered off. There's like gates everywhere, but the there's like a little driveway in the bottom that you can drive in. So this is probably it. Seems like it's a half a block away from the actual house. Yeah, we didn't get by the house. (laughs) We weren't on a driveway right by the house. We were like far away <laughs> from oh, this house okay. he he couldn't even f- fathom going in that little area
0: all right he's not your ghost hunting buddy
2: well he i'll he, replace him if need be we have been pitching a show uh uh like called Freddy cats where we do mm-hmm. ghost hunt and i said Matt, you can't do this <laughs> uh he's like well i think it'll be funny if we pitch it. and they're like stop <laughs> He, you know, we can't pitch a show anymore. I, I didn't realize the fear in it, it yeah, that yeah. he would have. Yeah. So, yes, please. I need ghosts. Uh, I, I, so I don't want to go alone because yeah. it is scary. That's too scary. Um, But I do find these things interesting. Yeah, I think too. in October and then like I kind of let it go the yeah. rest of the year.
0: I, I don't know. I like this stuff. I did my birthday at the Queen Mary and we oh got to show you a photo. We have a we have an evil demon photo.
2: Can we? Can I flip this at you? What? Bachelor party. No. Queen. Didn't I
0: say birthday party? No, no, no. Oh.
2: Bachelor party. <laughs> oh. Me. Yeah. Queen Mary. Do it. I did.
0: Oh, you did. Oh, you did.
2: Yes. I've been to the <laughs> queen and I did ghost hunting.
0: See, we really have the same taste. In that this is weird. Did Bert- you get any weird photos or see anything weird? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll show you
2: mine. <laughs> yes, please.
0: I've had some interesting ghost things. I'll tell you after the podcast. I think we'll wrap it up here.
2: No, I got some more to talk about. What do you have to talk about? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right,
0: well, tell everyone where they can find you and your podcast and all that.
2: Uh, it's The Maddie and Anthony podcast is on iTunes, and please download that, or it's not, your know, download or... Subscribe. Subscribe, that's mm-hmm. what they call it down these days and now. I can't mm-hmm. speak that bad. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, and at Anthony DeVries on all of the things. So that's at... Anthony Devries, and it's spelled D-E-V R-I-E-S, and yes. not A-T. It's a circle with a A in the middle, so you know. And then Anthony's pretty easy. Um, and thank you so much for thank having so me. This was much. such a great this was treat. Really fun. Thank you. Yes, thanks yes, for the yes. donuts,
0: because I, I the donuts were your idea.
2: I Man I as knew as well you liked but- food. Yeah,
0: might as well put the button on the podcast that that was your idea. Thank you, and yeah. the,
2: the credit he tried to take.
0: <laughs> it's shocking.
2: I can't believe it. I came in here happy. Maybe he said, Oh, Anthony had the idea, the donuts. And I thought you'd be like, what a gentleman. He yeah. him and these donuts. And then Maddie says, I took the idea nope. and took it himself.
0: It's yours. <laughs> Thank you for He's doing the this. money man. He's yeah. the
2: <laughs> with the donuts. Yeah. There you go. Thank you.
0: All right. Bye.